Shout the bad business, baby DJ Camelo checking in. Warning, warning, warning. Producer Pete, Danny, it's Barack. I don't think I can make it to the episode today. I'm in Vegas. This Don Rickles pool party's bananas. What shots? All right, yeah, I'll be right there, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Sorry. Dame un poquito, papi. In the Bronx, New York, yeah. you can double park in the middle of the road to talk with a neighbor about Rock the mayor or the Yankees. You can pick enough exotic honey to fill a tan bucket. And you can see a podcast where bad business tells it how it is. We still tell it in straight, deliberate fashion, much as we ever did. Shush. One listen, and you'll be glad to know we don't ever plan to stop. Bad business with producer Pete and Daniel. Welcome to Bad Business, you job fucking turkeys. Oh, you bad man pajamas. <laughs> you bad mother, shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't think I don't think people want to hear that from me. What's going on, yo? It's Danny. And it's producer Pete. Filling in for Barack. Yeah, no, yeah, bad right business. Now. We're bad business today. I'm we, bad business. We're bad business. I'm finally you're bad not, business. You're not you're not with the company right now. Yo, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like... You're not going to be a little bitch? I feel like I have some responsibilities to be clean and like hold it together. Yeah. But if, if you want, I could try to be like Barack for this episode. That would be good. I feel like the... <laughs> Welcome to fucking bad business, bitch! <laughs> I feel like the... I'm Barack! The energy in the room has been down since I got here. Usually when I get here, Barack, he's like blasting music, yeah. right? He's vaping everywhere. He's listening to loud TikToks on his phone. And you know what Barack yeah. always does? He watches the ads. Yeah. If you put an ad in front of Barack <laughs> for, a, for a video game for 70-year-olds and children, yeah. he's going to watch that whole thing maybe twice. He's being respectful. I, I get it. Yeah. Nothing Someone more, put a lot of time and effort into that ad. Nothing, there's nothing more respectful than being in a room with a bunch of people and blasting the ads to some Candy Crush knockoff. Yeah. But, yeah. Hey, hey, we're being mean. He's not here. We should say something nice about him. Yeah. Um, he, he makes... Nice looking children. Yeah, and his his fashion sense is weird. Yeah, it it's it stands out eclectic, on its own. Eclectic. He he's a pretty good driver. I wouldn't say that. He's a, he's a good driver. Um, I would say I like what something I like about him is his childlike sense of whimsy mm. and, and and wonderment. He's yeah. he's like the child in the yeah room. yeah yeah. He's a tough son of a gun, and I think it's pretty impressive how many parking tickets he's managed to rack up. You just said he was a good driver. Yeah, but driving and parking is kind of different. Yeah, but you know? uh, enough about Barack. Enough yeah. about Barack. Let's let's get into some goddamn bad business. So you're gonna be you're gonna be him. Oh yeah, I gotta get into my Barack yeah. zone. You're gonna be Barack. Yeah. Yo, Barack. Yo. Yo, so fucking Robert De Niro just had his seventh kid at 79 years old. I can't believe that dick's still working. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Barack, I'm Barack. Yes, he had his seventh kid at the age of 79. Yeah, dick's still working. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty crazy. But, I mean, no, shout out to him. It just sucks that, like, you know, there's kids. that, That one kid probably won't really know him. Those kids aren't playing catch. 
Yeah. <laughs> they're not playing catch. They're not going to the park with their dad. They're not. No, nah, they're not. Robert De Niro's probably just going to hire other people to, like, play catch with his kids. They'll just grow up watching him in movies. By the time that they're legally able to drink, he'll be 100. No, he'll be dead, probably. <laughs> nah, he's living to 100. Yeah? Yeah. Is that a, your Barack opinion? Yeah. He's living up. He's, he's, he's going to live forever? He's living uh, forever. We're going to figure it out by then, save his life like the Irishman did, make him young again. <laughs> <laughs> We're just getting kicked yeah. <laughs> digitally. What was it? What did they do to him they, in the Irishman? They made him young again like they will in real life. Yeah, that's that's what he's gonna, always going to look like. He's just gonna, <laughs> they're going to de- keep de-aging Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci uh-huh, they, forever. They'll keep him in the movies, keep him in his kid's life. Yeah. By the time he'll be able to vote, he'll be 96, 98, 97. Yeah. You know, I don't know math. <laughs> yeah, so eh, did, it might, did it might you have any friends them. with super old parents? No, um, not that I think of, uh, well, actually, you, you have an old dad. Uh, yeah, me, you're, Barack, you're, my dad is, yeah. remind me how old my dad is. He's pretty old. Yeah, my dad's f- old. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, but no, I can't think of anybody that I knew with old parents. Uh, how about, what about you? Thinking about it, and this is not, oh, one really comes to mind. There's this yeah. kid, Steve, I'm not going to say his last name, Yeah, but... Slickly enough, you find that people with super old, like grandpa ass parents, hide them. Yeah, they're not around a lot. They're not at the game. They gotta be in bed. Like they're not at t-ball. And yeah. when they do show up, you say something offensive, like, "Is that your grandfather?" And they always have to bashfully be like, "No, yeah, yeah. this is this is my father." And yeah. and Steve's dad didn't make it long. But shout oh, out to shit. Steve. Shout out to Steve. That's sad, man. It's like when you reach a certain point, it's like, do you, do you even want to have a kid at this point? Well, well is, is it worth it? I don't think you're having kids on purpose at that age. Well, I mean, you know, you can do stuff. Nah, when you're 79, you're just nut. I think <laughs> you're I, just nut and you figure it's not. I gonna... think at that age, you have to be super intentional to have a kid. Well, you got to go out on a mission. You got to, you got to, you got to make sure you complete. Do we know how old his wife is? <laughs> She's secure in the bag. Yeah, that is, yeah that's her mission. she's still fertile? That's her goal. No, she's probably young, and she's just like, I'm going to make sure that I get this fucking check for the next 18 years. Well, it's a good way to get it. Uh, would you fuck an old lady to get that bag? No. Yeah, I don't care about money that much either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. I, I just always feel like, I always felt like I would earn money in my life somehow. So that whenever, like, I always saw, like, people doing crazy shit to, like, secure, like, a, like a fortune, I'm always like, hey, there's no, I, don't, I don't see that. What's the craziest thing you ever seen somebody do for money? What's the crazy? Because I, well, I got one. <laughs> well, you go ahead, because I don't think I could say them on air. This one's not appropriate to say on air, but I'm Barack. Yeah. I know a man. Yeah. A straight-ish man. Yeah. Who did gay porn to buy... His girlfriend, an engagement ring. Get the fuck out of here. It's a real thing. And it got all discovered because a bunch of people saw the gay porn, which is just as sus as doing the gay porn. Yeah. Is being so tapped in with gay porn that you recognize someone. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a true story. That really happened? Yeah. What does fiance do? They broke up. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But it was the talk of the town from where I'm from. (laughs) It comes up every once in a while when we get drunk. We're like, what the fuck was that all about? That's fucking nuts. And that's and that, there are zero lies in there. If you're from a certain area of a certain place, you know. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. All right, well, anyway, moving on. <laughs> Talk, t- talking about kids and doing crazy shit for money, Freddie Gibbs, he, uh, he got that, that girl pregnant. Yeah. And, and she's been, like, tearing his ass up all specifically, over. Specifically. Specifically his ass. He's been showing it and then and, and growing it. What's the full story there? So he got her pregnant, yeah. and then she was a porn star. They met. He got her pregnant, and now he's like, I don't want this baby with you, and I'm out. And that's pretty much yeah, it. He started ghosting, which apparently, you know, I'm a father. You don't do that. Yeah. You stick with your baby moms. You make shit happen. You raise the kid. Yeah, as a father of two, I understand yeah, that. But there's yeah. something about, like, it, it, it's very similar to the Drake situation. Remember Pusha T? You are yeah. hiding a child. Yeah, let yeah, that, yeah. Let that boy come home sort of thing. Yeah. Because these, these A-list, or in, in Freddie Gibbs' set, yeah. C-list rappers, they get embarrassed when they hook up with someone who they think is, you know, they're embarrassed of. Yeah. But on Drake's behalf, he did a very good job of spreading, uh, no, scrubbing, scrub, spreading, spreading, (laughs) spreading, scrubbing the, the internet of all traces of her pornography. There's none. There's nothing there. None of it. It's all gone. Not after I look. No, it's all gone. You can't find any of it. it. Like people will like try to like find it and there's nothing there on Twitter. There's threads. One of the weird things about Freddie Gibbs and this whole situation is I thought that he really cared about that woman because she was po- they, he, they were posting together. I thought he did too. Yeah. Posting. And there, there's like a picture of her like fighting like um fighting Benny the Butcher and all of them guys like yeah. with him. Like they were like jumping him or they something like that. They got a lot of lovey dovey ass content together. Yeah. And didn't they make porno? I I don't know about that. They probably I think they did for OnlyFans and shit. I, 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 I cannot speak on that, but uh-huh. the, the big thing is now he's labeled as Spready Gibbs because she uh, has pictures of him spreading his asshole. <laughs> Apparently, that's what that's what she says in in a tweet that says blocking me on Twitter while I have a picture of you spreading your <laughs> in my phone is insane. Jesus. Dot dot dot. I'ma spare them that one though. Crying laughing emoji face, but not more of the crying smile. Yeah. Which I, is fucking a brutal thing to have of someone, but you got to blame Spredrick Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. Because why are you sending that picture at that all? Is, In the year of our Lord, 2023. She probably asked for it. You, uh, they weren't hey, that kind of like kinky let's, shit. Let's practice something. What's up? Ask me for a picture of me spreading my ass. Hey, Brock, can I have a picture of you spreading your ass? Nah. I don't think that's how Brock would answer the real Brock. All right, I'll Snapchat that shit. You got you to <laughs> play in the character, dude. I snap, yeah, I think he's saying nah. You know, he likes to keep it minimalistic. Yeah. But no, they were into all that porn and freaky shit. So I, 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 could, see her, I could see like him saying, like, yeah, to that shit. But also, she filmed a video having a threesome yeah. on, on No Jumper. Technically, it's a foursome because the baby's <laughs> there. So she, she, filmed, she filmed the foursome somebody, scene. Somebody get that boy a helmet. <laughs> Poked in, there just get, uh, right in the soft spot. <laughs> He's gonna be horrified of snakes and other phallic animals for the rest of his life. He's just sitting there getting fertilized. It's it's a sad, sad thing. Do you know, similar? Have you ever had anybody in your life be witness like to this sort of extortion? Like, be a good dad, or I'm gonna leak these butthole pics. Um, shit. 
Not that I could think of off the top of my head. I got, I got. That was I, a long pause. I, I just really had to rack my brain for a second. I know some folks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Another story. I keep exposing folks in Barack's life. Um, there's this guy. He hit me up. And he was like, "Yo, I see this person follows you on Instagram. Do not follow back. Do not respond to any messages." I said, "Why?" Because mm-hmm. we're we're friendly, but it's been a couple years, and I was like, you know, I don't know you anything. Yeah. So I was like, what's this all about? Yeah. And he was like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Because he's a father, just like me. Mm-hmm. And he eventually went on to tell me that he made the mistake of sending his over Instagram DM. And this woman was asking for 1.5K uh, or else she would send it to his baby mama and his family and all of his friends. So, she, so he figured that. If he could just get everyone to burn all the bridges to block this woman, yeah, it would avoid ever coming to that, yeah. Because uh, apparently, I was on the short list to get his dick, yeah. And and it's like I will call the guy Sandy, yeah. If I got a picture of Sandy's dick, what am I gonna do? Yeah, about like, it? why would you care? I'd be like, ca- whoa, just what <laughs> is this? I wouldn't care at all. But people are doing that, so if. I, I know this is not a very Barack thing to say, but I guess I'll go back to producer Pete. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't be sending people pictures of your dicks. Yeah. Just in general. If you're going to send... <laughs> there's better ways to be intimate. Yeah. You're better off sending someone a physical picture of your dick. Yeah. Because like at least... Polaroid? Yeah, at least it's just one. You know? Yeah. It's probably safer to mail someone a picture of your dick than it is to send it over the phone. Because over the phone... There's proof it came from you. Yeah. Like your name is next to it. And also it's immediately trackable back to you. Well, you I, could have tattoos on the physical one too. 110% you could. Yeah, that could identify you. You no. get nailed like that. And fuck all that shit. I, I would rather die than get extorted. Imagine the, the stress that my friend Sandy was going to That's cr- So he was trying to get all the bridges links burned. Between. He was just trying to get as many people as he knew Yeah, blocked blocking her right and i did it because I'm, I'm a good friend but i did not do it did the baby that. mom ever get the dick pic i asked what ended up happening in the situation but it never it never fully resolved because i couldn't reach out and be like yo how was extortion did you did you did like you it? give into the demands <laughs> did you give did you pay what happened no i got an email like that one time it was like one of those like phishing scam emails that yeah. was like hey i've seen everything that you've done through your webcam yeah i know what you did last summer and they were stuff. like <laughs> and they gave they said i have your passwords to your account and they actually had one of the passwords to my account which gave some credibility to the threat and i was like no this is this can't be real so I searched it up on Google, like I copy and pasted the body of the email. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a mass text. Just change all your passwords. You're good. There's no way they have anything of you Well, those anyway. things are motherfuckers. Like those, yeah. those phishing scams, the, you can get popped very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And almost for doing nothing because a lot of people, dumb people, have the same password for everything. Yeah. And I, I am that way. I've got, I've got, I go through four different ones. Yeah, I, I get, they have like different levels of security to me like i have this one password that's like god tier like no one's <laughs> ever getting this shit it's not a password it's more like a passphrase or a key with like numbers and symbols the shit reads like a crypto key yeah <laughs> it's exactly a series of letters like numbers. that's the motherfucker that no one's ever gonna crack and then the the least security i've i've had to change recently i've had it since i was like 12 years old 
and it's very it's it's like very a child basic. could guess it <laughs> yeah 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 basically it's like i can't i don't even want to put my yeah i was gonna say yeah. don't say your password on the air now now that i'm producer pete if i was brock i would have been going what was it what's the password what was it yeah but eh, no where were we Brock's not here. Let's do a little sports talk. Oh, shit. Let's do a little sports talk, goddammit. Dude, the fucking Knicks suck. The Knicks do suck. I was hoping they'd win because they suck so bad. I'm sick and tired of Julius Randle. He's a cancer in the locker room. His body language is bullshit. His his body's also sloppy. He he starts... Big, big belly. (laughs) He starts throwing tantrums when things don't go his way. Did you see the press conference? Yeah. Where he's like, I guess guess they they wanted wanted more. more. (laughs) <laughs> just like I, I, as as a fan of an organization, how fucking annoying is that? What type of shit is that? <laughs> Lie! I guess they Lie! wanted it more. Lie! Like, bro, like, hey, you, motherfucker, you're sitting in front of a hundred cameras. There's, Lie! There's, there's, dude, not only that, but the, when he's playing, there's hundreds of cameras around him, and you can see him like give up on plays. He, he throws his hands up. Like, I think we have to kidnap Kyd and Randall. No. Hold them ransom <laughs> for a few. No, I don't think Julius Randle will be on the Knicks next year. After after just that not. comment. After just that comment, I guess they wanted it more. I hope That's not. That's such bitch shit. It's crazy bitch shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so, like, I've never played a sport on a professional level either. Like, I don't know what that's like, but like, come on, like. Even playing pickup, you never go. They, they wanted it more. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, what? I'm pussy. I wasn't trying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not only that, like, we were getting out-rebounded like crazy. Like, it's not like they, they weren't even crashing the boards. They yep. didn't even give a shit. And it was a relatively close game for them to just fuck it all up. They kept, yeah, they kept bringing it close. It would be like, all right, the Knicks are within four. Oh, then, all right, they lost the lead. Oh, wait, no, they're back within three now. Oh, wait, no. Oh, no, they're back with it. And they just, they pissed it all away. And the whole season's going to shit. I have no faith in that anymore. Well, tonight they're playing Wednesday night. Yeah. But they're going to lose. They're going to lose. At the time of this recording, my team, the Philadelphia 76ers, have really figured some shit out. Yeah. They're still the most stressful team yeah. to watch in all of basketball. Yeah. No no game is fun, but, but you're rooting for them because Embiid winning the MVP was fucking tremendous. His kid coming out on the court and crying and shit. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And then last game, it was a fucking heartbreaker and... I thought that the Sixers lost at the end of the game. Yeah. Because Marcus Smart hit the buzzer beater, but he was late by like point yeah, yeah, two yeah, seconds. Yeah. I was And at, then there was the James Harden three before that on yep, the other end. I was at a Brooklyn bar. Yeah. And I'd say the demographics were about there's ten tables. Mm-hmm. Eight of them were Sixers fans, two of them were Celtics fans. And I was the Philly guy in the room. I was wearing like basketball shorts and a big t shirt. I think I saw a video clip of that. And with, there was a Celtics Joe, fan. Right? Yeah. JD. And there was a Celtics fan across from me in like brunch attire, looking <laughs> like a real dickhead, with glasses on. And I was chirping at him the whole game because he was being loud for the Celtics. I was being loud for the Sixers. Game's over. Marcus Smart hits that three. He stands up, starts cheering because mm. he thinks his team's won. Yeah. Then you could tell it was late if you're watching it. Yep. Like there was no way the shot was called off. Yeah. Immediately. I start freaking the fuck out, <laughs> screaming, getting in his face. And then as he's leaving, because he left seconds after that, yeah. I just started going, nah, 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 nah. And then the whole bar joined in That's and crazy. shamed him out of the building. But wait, we have a guest coming in, and his name Yo. is DJ Camillo. Yo, what up, Camillo? Hey. 
This is Danny. Come sit right here. Okay, you said? Yeah. Yeah, we were just talking sports. Yeah, we were doing a little Knicks talk. A little talking Knicks. Talk. Yeah, but um, DJ Camillo popped in for a mere moment. This is the Bad Business Podcast. It's normally hosted by Barack, but he's in Las Vegas. Right. Um, he's having a blast. Do you, really? I'm jealous. Uh, before we go into the Summer Jam through the years, because that's what me and you were recording for, uh, talk to me about how excited you are for Summer Jam 2023. Oh. Every year I'm excited. I, listen, super excited because this year we're in New York. We're back in New York. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, we've been in Jersey for many years. We haven't been to New York in a while, so it's a different vibe. I'm from Queens, uh -huh. and literally the arena is two minutes away from Queens, like borderline <laughs> Queens, Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm super hype. Um, and, you know, I, I want to see, I definitely want to see Ice Spice. I'm going to tell you why. A year ago, Ice Spice, how many of y'all knew her? Yeah. Yeah, no, she was barely. relatively unknown. Yeah. yeah. And now she's like hot, hot, hot. Kim Kardashian, like, met Yeah, she'd be playing for like Northwest. Yeah, she's, she's, she's playdates. Like, they rent her out. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. So, you know, to watch her hit a main stage like so quick, so fast, it's, you know, it, we live in a different time now where artists could a year ago not be that big and then the next yeah. year be on a biggest stage ever you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no, that's that, tremendous no, uh, she brought the producer with her too riot blew up because yeah. all that stuff Riot and riot riot's close to the family here yep yeah. riot usa yeah he's like, and yeah. i remember when they came in around munch time uh -huh. munch time, like <laughs> munch time. <laughs> <laughs> they came in around munch time and um for the dj meeting and they did the whole thing and she was super quiet super timid right and mm -hmm. i what i really want to see about the out of the ice spice set is a is she gonna bring anyone out i'm very excited Normally, I know something, something about guests and mm -hmm. surprises. Don't this know you don't. Don't know a goddamn thing about this year, and I'm fucking excited because in producing Summer Jam through the years, last year, thirty five different people performed at wow. Summer Jam. Yeah, you never know what happens every year, man. That's that's the beauty of it. You never know who they bring surprises. You just never know. Yeah. What's it called? Camilla, before we go into the documentary stuff, um, do you want to say anything to Barack? Because he's going to be listening back to this. Yo, Barack, we jealous you in Vegas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have a drink for us. Salute you, bro. Live life. <laughs> yep. Oh, and here it is. Our song of the week, which is My Way Out by Fulcrum. Gonna be mad that we got DJ Camillo on here and he's not here. 
Probably, but, you know, he's, he's having a blast right now. And guess what? This week's bad business yeah. is Barack. Barack. Oh, that is a, he's very bad. He landed today in the afternoon. He did. He's in New York right now. He is. But he's not here with us. I didn't know that. I thought he was still in Vegas. No, he told me he'd be landed by this afternoon. I thought he was all the way over in the West Coast. Nope. <laughs> he, he, he would just be too sleepy. But he's texting us right now, which means he's not on a flight. Yeah. And he said he'd be landing on Tuesday. He's yeah. going to be at work tomorrow. Yeah. He could have popped in. I would have I waited around. And uh, Well, I wouldn't have because the Sixers are on. But oh, yeah. he's our bad business for having poor work ethic. Yeah, Barack, what the fuck? He could have been here with us, man. And guess what? Because of Barack, I haven't been using the buttons very much. Yeah. I, I clapped when DJ Camillo came in because I, when I, it's so hard to focus on the recording and talk and do the buttons. Yeah. You got to be a real maestro to do it, and I, don't, I haven't had it at all. Yeah, this is like the first time that you've just been like engaged with me one-on-one. Yeah, I'm, I'm right here you with into you, the dude. eyes. How do you think? How do you like it? It's pretty good, but there definitely is less energy in the room. Without Barack, because I'm admittedly, you know, a little bit of a stoner. I've got yeah. I've got stoner affectation. Yeah. Whereas Barack, I don't think he does cocaine, but yeah. he acts like he does. <laughs> I don't, like I sincerely don't think he does. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he acts like he does. He's always on ten. He's always on twelve. We're lucky to get him at ten. I agree. He acts like he's twelve. No. He acts like he's ten. <laughs> I. That's exactly what you were saying, and I agree. Yeah. It's like. It's like a lack of, but the, the thing is too, like most of the time I'm not hype, but he, I feel like I get hype being talking to him and being around him. He's excitable. Like th- there's a 0% chance that when we stop recording today, yeah. me and you will be harshly screaming at each other in a way that oh, seems yeah. irreparable. Yeah. There's always that screaming match after the recording. For the, li- for the listeners to peel the curtain back. Yeah. After every episode of Bad Business is recorded, the three of us are screaming at each other um, for how we've wronged one another. (laughs) (laughs) And also, I'll even say this. It's not me. Producer Pete is never yelling at anybody. But Barack and Danny are always offended with one another (laughs) directly after the show. And it always disappears almost immediately. Yeah, we just always argue with each other. And that's like... The basis of our relationship. And uh, kind of the basis of the show. Yeah, it's just like me and him will argue and then it's like, all right, whatever. Like, you know. But now it's time to go into the bad business mailbag. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, what are we doing? The the Instagram DMs? We're going into our Instagram DMs, but the depths of your Instagram DMs. We should set up like an email address where people can write in. I'm sure badbusiness at gmail.com is taken. Bad business pod isn't. Remember I set that up. At Gmail? Yeah. We have a Gmail? We have a Gmail. Email us at badbusinesspod at gmail.com. Yeah, we've had... Don't a- say we should set up an email when there already is one. I are, Okay, you're right. Yeah, there, there's been one since... I mean, how do you think the Twitter and the Instagram and all that other stuff... I just stuff, assumed it was in your own name. No, it's it's under the... Wait, I think I might have told you to do that so that it could be shared. So that's no. good. That's good. I, On my well, behalf. We got it. Ugh, are my, you I'm just going to take credit for it? No, I'm smart for setting up that email. I'm the one who set it up. I put the yeah, password and everything. I probably told you. To. I, I, I that sounds guarantee like I took the initiative. I remember. Because I told you. No, it wasn't that. But in the mailbag. You son of a it's bitch. Not just, it's not just the messages. We're going into the depths, which is the message requests. Uh-huh. And this one is a really good one. 
from Ruz Management. Ruz Management is mostly posts ass. Oh, it mostly posts ass. And uh, for example, no daddy got that wallet. Shorty text and link and fuck and drop the pop. It's just so much ass in all of these videos. And it seems like, oh, oh, okay. So, so what's the page about? This is a uh, Ruz Management, which is pr promoting a guy named DJ Ruz, and all of the content are big jiggly butts. And we'll post this on our story tomorrow. Or if you if you're listening to the story to the to the podcast right now, we'll be posting this. Do you want to hear what he said to us? I'm assuming they're playing his music over the big yeah. That's his butts. music. It's Ruz Management, and he's promoting DJ Ruz. So he's trying to use all these women's butts. They probably don't know that they're being posted here. Yeah, no, those are he didn't take those. He, those are someone else's. So he just grabs women from the internet, shaking their asses, puts his music over it, and then posts it to get followers. I like it, but it's smart. He wanted to get booked on bad business. Endless content. He wanted to get booked on bad business. Uh-huh. And how do you think he did it? Yo. That's very close. On May 2nd at 9.48 a.m. He's an early riser. He DM'd up saying, what's up? Spelled Wats, W-A-T-S space sup. So Wats up, next message, with an interview. Pretty straight to the point. Wats up with an interview, and then, because we didn't respond... He sent me, sent us mm -hmm. um, an invite to his event called Vibes on the Water, an NYC yacht cruise. Jesus. That is uh, $33. Um, I'm looking at the, the, the invitation for the invite right now. Upper deck smoking area for smoking only loud. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to make fun of him, but the, that Food sounds Who drinks fun. great vibes. Boarding 1030, boarding and 1130. So it's an hour... Oh, no, you board for an hour. The party's until 3 a.m. Dress code fashionable but trendy. Well, our next mailbag contestant is Michael Francisco, a man who has 2.3 thousand followers and zero posts, yeah. but, but follows bad business. He says, what's up, homie? You got great talent and potentials, too. Fire emoji checkmark 100. That's nice. But he's obviously a robot or a scammer. Because yeah. if you go to his profile... It says that he's Mike Medium. Oh, that's not Mike Medium. <laughs> Mike Medium, God first. That, that is not Mike Medium. And it's a white man. That is definitely not Mike Medium. And then the only person who actually deserves a shout out is Saria Sanginetti Daniels, who sent a really well thought out, um, <laughs> well thought out message. And she should have been on the on the on the podcast. We should have. She should have been the song of the week this week because she mentions the fact that she knows Barack. Mm -hmm. and that she's a part of a, a funk band called Hanzalo out of Cooperstown, New York. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we, we will play. She will be the song of the week next week. Oh, she seems like a nice person. Yeah, but that closes up this week's mailbag. Hey, and if you want you, you want us to, if you got something on your mind, write into the podcast. Yeah, right? literally send us anything at badbusinesspod at gmail. We'll react. We don't care. It could well, be you could tell us tell us you hate us hate mail. You can make a burner email and just tell us that you fucking hate us, and we'll read it on the air. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna play the music by this woman's band. Shout out to Sierra for reaching out to us. Here is Han Solo, like Han Solo, I guess.
I want Brock back. Hey, we're bringing Brock back. I, I miss him. I miss his energy. I miss his screaming. This is like the most like civil conversation we've had so far. No, but do you want to ask Brock I, anything? You, you want to know what? I fucking hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate this. I, fu- I fucking hate it too. I man. fucking hate I this. Fucking hate I, it. I need him back. I need him screaming. They wrap the show. I need him yelling. I need him. I need. I need to argue with somebody. I don't have anything to argue with you about. Yeah, you're very agreeable. I don't. I don't know what it is. All right, well, we're, we're going to get out of here. Um, shout out to Camillo, our guest. Yeah, uh, shout out to DJ Camillo. Shout out to our, our artists of the week. Han Zolo and Fulcrum. Shout out to both of them. Uh, Barack, we, we miss you, man. We got to yeah. have you back, man. I miss you, Barack. We miss you. So can you come back from... Oh, no, you're already here. <laughs> yeah, you piece <laughs> of you shit. You just can't come to the fucking station to record, you motherfucker. In the Bronx, New York... You can double park in the middle of the road to talk with a neighbor about the mayor or the Yankees. You can pick enough exotic honey to fill a tan bucket. And you can see a podcast where bad business tells it how it is. We still tell it in straight, deliberate fashion, much as we ever did. Shush. One listen and you'll be glad to know we don't ever plan to stop. Bad business with producer Pete and Daniel. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Styles. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right?